Welcome to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN Network. Come join us as we study the Word of God together. Go get your Bible and let's see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. Amen. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Come on, you can do better than that. service in seven years of being together. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. 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 Because Amen. Amen. he said he make all things new. Yes. Old pass away. Yes. We're going into year eight. New beginnings. Amen. We thank God for this place. So we want to welcome those who are listening around the world to the Walking True Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We want you to sit back, enjoy yourself, listen to the word of God, come worship with us, enjoy yourself because we want you to enjoy the Lord. We want you to have fellowship with us, and we thank you. We want to give a shout-out to our churches in Kenya, Africa, Pastor Timothy, Pastor Antero. We thank you, and we love you, and we pray that you continue to give the word out as you've been doing. So sit back, relax. We pray that you hear something that you might ask the age-old question, what must I do to be saved? And if you're already a saint of God, we want you to be encouraged, inspired, and blessed by what's happening today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Walking True Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. Amen. amen. What we're going to have first, this is Mother's Day. Amen. amen. So you ladies got your roses. Amen. amen. Yes, yes, yes. And we just thank God. Again, that's just a small token of what, how we appreciate you and we think what we think of you. So what we're going to do next, we're going to have a poem by Brother Travis. Amen. 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 <clears throat> In times that we fumble, you stand in our huddle. In times that we struggle, your love seems to double. You clean up our messes and piece up our puzzle. Your love is an essence that leaves us untroubled. You say we're a blessing, the truth is we may be. What's really a blessing, it's your love that saved me. Amen. Amen. Love of mothers that saves all of us. Amen. Amen. Let's give mothers another hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. Now we're going to have exaltation from our own minister, Karen. Come on, Kay. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. Y'all know this is a special day for us, so y'all need to get loud. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all better praise him on the Hallelujah. day. Because it's truly a day that the Lord has made. And you know what? I'm going to rejoice today because Amen. I am a mother. I know everybody is a mother. If you ain't had your own kids, you got somebody's kids. Right. Whether it's your grandkids or somebody else's kids, yeah. you got some kids. And you know, I just want to thank God on today because, you know, mothers are so special. And I'm not saying that because this is walking true. I'm talking to y'all out there too, out there doing what you do. You a special mother. Because you know what? God didn't make mothers for nothing. Come on. We're here to, to, to give more. You know, we're here to do it. We're here to give more to the world. We're not only here to love, we're here to um, provide. Because we do so many things. We try, we, we're here to protect. We're here to just give God all the glory that he has given us to people. We are special. Y'all sitting there looking at me. I don't know about y'all out there, but I, I'm special. Amen. I'm a special mother. I go all out for mine. You know what? And it's one great thing about being a mother. We know 
know how to love. Amen. We know how to love and nobody. We love hard. Come on. We love hard. We care. Yes. We care about people, even the ones that hurt us. Yes. But one thing I know we got down that Christ down for us is love. Yes, right. We can show somebody some love. I don't care what they do to us, we still can show them some love. And the people closest to us can do that damage to us. But you know what we do? We still show them love. But we need one another to lift others up. Especially our spouses, our Friend, outside people, we are very special. I don't know about y'all. I'm excited because I am special. <laughs> I'm special. Because, you know what, one thing I learned about since I came in on the other side is I surely learned how to love some people. Because one, at one point, I wanted to slap people. But one thing I learned about being on the other side is you got to show them love in spite of. Amen. So one thing about you mothers, I love you. And I just want to thank God for the mothers that I came in contact with. Because I got so many families where I'm at, y'all. I'm residing with walking truth. I got so many families that I've been included in. I can't help but praise God. Because, you know, they have been there for me. They lift me up. They show me that unconditional love. They always support me. As I encourage them, they encourage me. So I don't know where y'all at and what, what's going on in your church body, but y'all need some women like the women that walk in truth. Because one thing I can say about them, when it comes to showing up and showing out, they do the thing. They do it. We know how to praise God together, whether we're together or separate. We know how to praise God. Because if it weren't for God, we wouldn't be able to do that. We wouldn't have to be the special mothers that we are today. And I just want to thank God for that. And I'm just going to say this. And, and it says, in, it's in Proverbs um, 31. But it's, it says it's to the wife, of the wife noble character. So I want to share this with you all. It says that she brings, she brings good, not harm. We bring good into somebody every day. We don't try to harm them. We bring good. Amen? Yeah. And then it say, we are clothed with strength and dignity. Yeah. It's one thing when you come on the other side, your, everything about you change. Everything. Your character starts to change. You start showing love. You start showing kindness. You start showing peace. And dealing with the different circumstances in your life as a woman. Because, like I said, we love hard. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is always on her tongue. Even when she want to say something different, guess what? <laughs> Lord have mercy if it weren't for Jesus. Many women do noble things. We do a lot of noble things. I don't know about y'all. You might not even realize sometimes when you're doing something noble. When you're showing somebody something special about the gift God has given you, we have learned that whatever God gives us, we share it. We share it. We get, the more we give, the more we receive. And that's one great thing about a woman. We are givers. We are lovers of Christ. We are lovers of men. We love everybody to the best of our ability. But one thing, y'all, I just want to tell you, no matter what goes on in your life, just keep displaying love because guess what? That's what God has shown us, <coughs> unconditional love. And when you learn how to love unconditionally, guess what? You'll be blessed beyond measure. Amen. Amen. Amen.
that's true. We will be blessed beyond measure through mothers. Amen. Because mothers give unconditional love. Amen. So now we're going to have our song from Sister Frida. Amen. 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 Jesus, your name is power, 
is breath and living water and your spirit guides me to the heart of the father let your praise ring louder every day and every hour because your spirit guides me to the heart of the father and we sing praise god we sing praise we sing praise god we Bible says, believe upon me as the scripture has said, and what? Out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living water. Amen. And we thank God for the living water that's up in here. Amen. We thank God for those who have come to visit us today. We want to welcome you to walk in truth. Please hang around and talk to us because we're loving church. Amen. We love on everybody come through that door. You just snuck in here and get out of here without a hug, you know, it's on you. But uh, we want to get to know you, and hopefully you'll come back and join us again. Amen. All right. Now, this is the other surprise. I normally tell you guys, open up your Bibles and let's get started. But today, I'm not bringing the word today. For our first, just like for first, our first Easter service, we're going to try something new. And this person has never spoke before. So I want you to show them plenty of love. The speaker for today is no other than our brother Steve. Amen. 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 How is everyone doing this morning? I just want to say before we get started, it is an honor to stand here before you guys. Such a great congregation that we have and to bring the word. So thank you for allowing me to. Let's go ahead before we do get started, bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for all the mothers that we have, Lord. They are so wonderful, Lord. We thank you for this congregation, Lord, that we could come together and that we could fellowship here, Lord, and that we could glorify your name, Lord. Thank you for all the blessings that you bring us, Lord. Continue to help us to grow in the knowledge and the wisdom of your word, Lord. And may this message be today be from you and not from us. Thank you for all that you do, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So, if you guys want to know the title of this message, it doesn't have one. It doesn't need a title to be beneficial to the body of Christ. Come on, Steve. And neither do you. <laughs> I like it. There you go, Steve. All right. And in this day and age, everyone is caught up in thinking that they need a title or a label to be special or to be important. And I mean, it's to a point where if people don't have a title, they'll make up a title for themselves. <laughs> Call themselves apostle this, 
evangelist this or prophet this. And you know what? If they want to do that, that's on them. But what the problem is, is the people on the outside looking in. And those people on the outside, they don't have a title, so they feel like they aren't important or special to this body. Amen. And some of these people are some of the people that have the most amazing gifts for God. Amen. And they're not using or growing the gifts that they do have to the glory of God. And even on a more simple term, if they're not, you know, deacon or minister or worship leader, they feel like they can't do anything. But that's not true. And you shouldn't let the lack of a title keep you from using the gifts that God has given you. Because the only title that's important to be beneficial to this body is saved. Amen. You know, because that's what is truly important, is our salvation. And the process by which we were saved. Which Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, healed the sick, made the blind see, made the lame walk, broke no laws, but was beaten, crucified, and died on the sin, or died on the cross for our sins. (laughs) Rose on the third day, defeating death. And that is the gospel of Christ summarized. And that is the process by which we are saved. He died on the cross for our sins so that we can be saved. And if you're here watching this, or if you're watching this, or if you're here, and you are not saved, there are two things you must do to be saved. The first is to repent. 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation. Our sorrow for God, or we are sorry to God because we have broken his law. We have sinned. So that is where that sorrow comes from. And that is what brings us to repent. And that repentance leads to salvation. And don't fool yourself, because repentance is more than just saying sorry. Amen. You don't say, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, and then you turn and do the same things that you're repenting for. Right, right, right. Don't deceive yourself. Because to repent is a change of mind. So you're turning from those sins. You're saying, God, I'm sorry for breaking the law, and I'm turning from those. I'm no longer going to do that. Because then the second thing that you must do is to trust in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I watch a lot of Ray Comfort. You guys know that. And he has the best analogy for that, in my opinion. But he says you trust in Jesus like you would a parachute. If you go skydiving, and you guys get up in the plane... And your friend goes, yeah, I'm going to jump out. I don't need that parachute. I'm going to jump out and slap my arms. I'm going to save myself. That's that's tough. No, put the parachute on. Trust the parachute to do what it's supposed to do and bring you down to the ground safely. And it's the same way with Jesus. We trust in him alone because we can't save ourselves. We put our trust in him. And that trust is also... It, it's very closely linked to belief because we we're trusting or we're believing what Jesus did for us. 
We're believing that he died on the cross. We're believing all the things that he did for us, all the things the Bible says he did for us. And that trust that we put in Jesus or that belief mixed with that repentance is how we get the gift of everlasting life. Now, if you turn with me real quick in your Bibles to Romans 6. Let me know when you get there. Say amen. So Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now let's break that down. The beginning of it says, For the wages of sin is death. Now, most of us, we all go to our job. We work throughout the week. At the end of the week, they give you a paycheck. That you've earned and those are wages that is what our wages are it's what we've earned just like this bible verse says for the wages of sin is death we earn death by breaking god's law those are our wages that is our payment for what we have done but the second part is much more uplifting but the gift of god is eternal life Amen. And Jesus, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the important word there is gift. There's a difference between wages and gift. Mm -hmm. You earn wages, mm -hmm. but you can't earn a gift. If, like the gift that we gave you, those roses, if we gave you those roses and you said, oh, here's $5 for that rose, mm -hmm. that's not a gift anymore. Right. After that, it's a purchase. Right. And you can't purchase salvation. Come on, see. You can't buy that. That is a free gift of God that He has given us. And what an amazing gift that is. Come on. And there's another verse that I uh, came across whenever I was doing that, and I couldn't choose between the two of them. But you can never have enough scripture. Come on, so, now, if you want to turn with me to Ephesians. And we will be in chapter 2. And let me know when you get there. Amen. 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 All right. Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 8. For by grace you have been saved, through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works any man should boast and that really both of those verses are, are very similar and it, that kind of just backs up what I kind of just said because it says right here for grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourself right you didn't get that for from yourself right it is the gift of God. And there's that word gift again. Just like I say, we can't earn this. We can't earn this salvation. 
And it's not of works, because there are people out there who will tell you that you have to do works mm -hmm. to earn. And like I said, you can't earn this. Mm -hmm. And it says right there, not of works, at least any man should boast. And that's so that we can't boast. So we can't go and say, oh, I did all this. I went out and fed all these homeless people, so I earned salvation. It doesn't work like that. Otherwise, you'd be able to boast about it. And it says right here, it's so that no man can boast. So it's important that we remember that. That this salvation is a gift, nothing we can earn. And now... I was thinking the other day about salvation, and this may be kind of hard for some of us to hear. And I mean, I'm included in this, I'm not saying everyone else, I'm included in this as well. But how selfish are we, those of us who do believe, that we believe in this gift and we know that how to get this gift of eternal life but we're not telling other people about Jesus mm. we have this key this gift to eternal life and we know how others can receive it but we're not telling everyone why not I mean we know how, how they can receive it we know how they can get it and how amazing is that? Eternal life with Jesus. That sounds pretty awesome to me. Amen. Shouldn't we want to tell everyone about that? Yes. We should want to tell everyone we know and then some people that we don't know. <laughs> because it's that amazing. Amen. And we are commanded to do that. If we want to turn real quick to Mark 16, 15. Let me know when you get there. 16, Mark 16.15. And it's a short verse, and it's uh, pretty quick, but... Hold on, things might be quick, but trying to get there. We all there? Yeah. Okay. Mark 16, 15 says, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And there's some Bible verses that, you know, are kind of deep, which you have to really elaborate on. <coughs> this one's pretty straightforward. <laughs> There's really not a whole lot of ways you can take this other than the way it's written. For it's because go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. There's no way you can take that other than what it just says. You know, go and preach the gospel. And I mean, I get it. It's definitely easier said than it is done. I mean, because... As humans, a lot of times we're living in our flesh and not in our spirit. And we may get nervous or overwhelmed with fear because that's how we are. We're living in our flesh. But one thing that I heard that Ray Comfort says a lot, and a lot of you guys know that I'm a big Ray Comfort guy, 
But he says, if you were scared to evangelize or to share the gospel or to tell people the good news about Jesus, don't pray for less fear. Pray for more love. I'll say it one more time in case you missed it because this is important. <laughs> if you are scared to evangelize, don't pray for less fear. Pray for more love. And the thing about that is, if we love people enough, and like Jesus says, you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself. If we love people enough, we won't be able to see someone who is heading to hell and not tell them how they can get everlasting life, how they can turn it around. And I mean, that's something that's really important is reaching the lost, mm -hmm. going out there and reaching those souls that need to be saved. And for instance, love is very important, but it's one thing that I've noticed this congregation has in spades. We have a lot of love here. Amen. Although you can never get enough, you know, we can always have more love. <laughs> but, so the important thing that we do here in our walk and as we grow closer to Christ and as we continue to try and emulate Him and walk, you know, the path that He's put before us is that we get out there and we reach the law. You know, there's just so many souls out there that are heading in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. They're heading for hell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we need to love them enough to say, no, stop, turn around. Mm -hmm. There's a better way. Mm -hmm. And there's a way where you can receive the gift of everlasting life. So, let's make sure that we do get out there, we do reach the lost, and we don't Forward the gift of everlasting life that we have. Yeah. Make sure that we are sharing this and spreading this with others. Amen. 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 should be able to do and exercise her gift. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're challenged to come out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And it's not that there's a gift, but we all should be able to say something about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Whether it's through song, whether it's through encouragement, whether it's through a good word. That was a good, solid word. There's no fluff in what he just said. And I thank God for that. Because what Steve said can get somebody saved. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. So I thank God that the Holy Spirit used him today. Yes. And that he was obedient to rise to the challenge to bring the word. So again, we want to thank all those who are listening around the world. We hope that, again, you heard something that will encourage you, inspire you. We also hope you heard some. If you're not saved, you can ask the question, what must I do to be saved?
So you know what? You don't need to come to church to get saved, Amen. but you need to come to Christ to get saved. Amen. Amen. So right where you're sitting, you can get saved. Or this message hits you on your way home, you can be saved right there in your car. All you have to do is repent. And let me tell you this, even repenting, repenting as itself is a gift. Because the Bible says we were dead in our sins and trespasses, right? And a dead man don't know nothing. So dead man can't repent. So God has to actually quicken you to let you see what you didn't see before. And you repent unto salvation. I says thank God for that kind of God. He'll open your eyes to see what you have never seen before. And thank God for that strong word. That, that, that word that was straight to the point. Amen. So... We always want you to be encouraged and blessed and at peace. And we always want you to do what? Walk in truth. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN network. Come join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time for Sunday worship. Bible study is held on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are located at 3006 North Lindbergh Boulevard, Suite 711, St. Louis, Missouri, 63074. All are welcome and we look forward to seeing you soon.